0: Bonjour, mesdames et messieurs. A couple of weeks ago, I went to Boston and I shot the city of Boston and I went all the way to Portland, Maine to shoot the lighthouse. And I really wanted to share this adventure with you so you can see what it takes to get a great photo. I took a lot of bad photos until I had a really cool photo. So I use a Sony A7R 3 with a 24-105. I use a Tiffin variable filter for the long exposure and I use this beautiful a Siriu ST124 for a tripod, I really like this one. Join me in and, and let me show you this adventure. All right, so I'm here in Boston. This is a classic view I always see when I see Boston downtown. You know, when I take photo in cities, I love to walk around without a tripod, just a camera. Uh, I have a 24-105 F4, which is really great because you can like zoom in, zoom out. Also tonight, I'm playing with a star filter. A star filter is something that's going to make stars with the cars light. it's beautiful. And the weather is really bad. So when the weather is really bad, you have to wait for the blue hour. The blue hour is going to be about an hour or two when the sky is going to become blue and all the lights are going to be up. And we're going to have like 10-15 minutes. So what I usually do is I walk around and I try photos and then I wait for the right time, which is the blue hour, and get the shot. No idea if I'm gonna make it because there's so much people, like any major cities. Uh, the weather is really bad, and photography of city is all about the foreground elements. You know, this is you know this whole area is kind of nice, but what am I gonna put as a foreground element? That's what I'm looking for. It could be like a lamp. Like foreground is everything, you know, because when you get something nice, everybody can take a photo of it. But if you have a foreground, middle ground, background, right now I'm finding nothing. The weather is awful. I'm not know if I'm gonna get any photos, but let's try. Okay, so as I was driving, I saw a little bit of, like, a flat iron building, like, in New York, and I had this idea of finding, like, a really cool 4 element. I think there is two. One of my students, on my coaching, I have a coaching program called the Institute of Photography. He shot that, and I thought it was a great composition. I got a tripod because I want to erase the car. So let's see, maybe this one, or the next one. So I love this whole neighborhood here because you've got like a little bit of a small building and then you you have a lot of leading lines. And so I try different things. I try to shoot like at a very high ISO by hand. So like 1000 ISO F4. Or I try to shoot like at five seconds at 50 ISO. So that I have like the stars from the lights and all the cars becomes, you know, like just red lines. Right now, there's almost no car. I'm waiting for cars to come by to sort of do a bit of a light painting. And um, like all the lights are of the city. This is really the magic window is right now. We have, I'm guessing another five, 10 minutes. And uh, I really wanna nail that street. I like the little leading lines that you have like with the sidewalk. I'm just gonna take a few photos. This could be the photo of the day. Boston, Boston architecture, amazing. So I'm always looking for foreground elements and leaning lines, and I love these stairs here. I don't know if the photo is gonna be any good, but it leads the eyes inside of the photo. I always find this really interesting. So I'm always looking for like cool lamps, you know, uh, cool elements that can be a foreground, an anchor point from where you watch the photo, and then like stairs or things that's gonna lead the viewer inside of the photo. Premier plan, plan moyen, arrière-plan. All right so I have a confession to make. One of my favorite shows is this Netflix show called Somebody Feed Phil with Phil Rosenthal and I've watched every show he's made on that show and you know he travels the world and shows you know the the food from the local people, the high-end food, the more street food. I just love the guy. He's so uplifting. So anyway, I got the idea of shooting uh, Maine and shooting uh, the lighthouse from Phil. Now, if somebody knows Phil, please tell him to come to Paris. I don't know why, he's on every city on this Netflix show, but Paris. If he does Paris, I will fly and show him around. I've been there for 50 years. I will show you the amazing of Paris Field You will absolutely love it. In any case, thank you for your inspiration. If you're not watching that show on Netflix, go watch it. It's absolutely genius, and um, voila. So now we are in Portland. We're gonna have some nice dinner, and then I'm gonna go and try to take an iconic photo, if possible, of one of the nicest lighthouse in Maine, USA, it's the Portland Lighthouse and I have no idea what it looks like, I've never been there, I've seen the photos and I'm hoping that tonight we'll get a good golden hour sunset and a great photo. So for now, let's have some dinner. So is this going to work? I don't know, it's my first time here. And you know, they say that it's open until sunset, but what is the definition of sunset? Beginning of sunset or end of sunset? Cause I want to shoot the end of sunset. So I don't know how it's going to work with uh, the national guards. Are they going to kick me out? Look at this place. It's all about finding a, a foreground element and a leading line. That's what I'm looking for, one element and leading line. So I'm gonna put a, an ND variable on the on, on the camera because there's too much light and I'm trying to get a long exposure. So I need to stop the light from coming into the camera. From my experience, when you get like, a, you know, some nice wave at about one second, they look the best. Sometimes one second, sometimes 10 seconds, you have to try things. So I'm gonna try with this stiffened variable filter. So what I do is uh, when I use an ND variable filter, I first set the time. So what I want is one second. Why I want one second is I find one second gives a nice flow to the wave. So I put it on one second and then like F7 and then I do the exposure with the filter itself. And I always spot focus on something that's in the middle or in the back so I'm spot focusing right now on the light out. the only thing is i think it's going to be a failure tonight because there was a lot of clouds there was a lot of pink and we arrived too late uh, i stayed for the lobster roll thank you phil but uh you know i sort of missed the time but we'll see maybe the blue R is going to be interesting right now it's kind of boring all right so today was uh, not great in the clouds my wife was very courageous i was sleeping too much she went and took the photo from another spot that i, I want. It's all about the 419 we're getting kicked out by this mister by the national guards because it's sunset so no way to get the blue hour but i'm going to come back tomorrow earlier and do a different angle i'm gonna get that shot so it's actually working i love the photo i love the photo so i got, what i do is i go at like 50 iso because i want to make the sensor the less sensitive then i go uh, right now i'm at, at f18 and then I went all the way to four seconds. I'm at four seconds and it's very bright. And so uh, 50 ISO, F18, four seconds. Look at the result. And so what you do is you take a lot of photos. Every photo is gonna have a different flow of wave. And you see which one you like the most. Kennebec welcomes you. All right, so we're here in this small village, which I cannot pronounce. And um, one thing that what I do when there's a lake is first, I wait for the sun to be a bit lower because when the sun is lower, there's something called a fresnel effect where you get a lot of mirror in, in the water. And uh, also I'm looking for foreground elements and I found these small three little boats over there and I'm gonna be shooting and using them as the foreground elements. And the problem is that at first I was shooting toward the sky, the, the, toward the sun. The problem when you do that, it washes out all the colors. That way, they, um, by going the other side, you get better colors. So now it's just a matter of finding not I have a good foreground element. It's finding a middle ground and a background. So that's what I do around the lake. Also, one thing I do is I always focus spot focus. Where you have a little joystick and you can move around, and I wish Focus towards the further away. That's how I do it. I love the light. The light is incredible. I absolutely adore, you know, when you're like, the light was really shit all day, you know, we wait eight hours and finally you get that. You know, that's what photography is amazing about, you know, getting this kind of photo. I love it, you know, I love it. It's like fishing, you know, you come back with something. And tonight, I'm gonna come back with something. Oh, by the way, guys, all the retouching photo that you see are done with my preset. You can get a free sample. Link is just under the video. Welcome to the Acadia National Park. This is our last stop on our Boston main trip. I've always wanted to come here. I've seen a lot of photos. So we've been walking around the coast and um, we found this location, which I kind of like. The sun is setting behind me. So it's a bit of a high dynamic range situation. So what I did is I went to 50 ISO. I put on an ND variable and I have a basic exposure of five seconds. But then I'm bracketing two F-stop more and two F-stop less just to be sure because it's a really hard situation i'm trying to get that leading line here between the background and all of that we'll see what happens I'm doing a photo here. I don't think it's gonna work because there's no really leading lines or foreign elements. And life is all about leading lines and foreign elements. All right, guys, I hope you like this. If you're not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe to the channel and I will see you in another great adventure.